Welcome back. Oh, hey, sorry, I forgot. Have you started? Yes. Oh, you know, I have to say this at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Wouldn't be the beginning. How would you know if we've started otherwise? <laughs> it's true, because I have to ask. The music doesn't really clue it for me. Well, because sometimes I start earlier. You play this music during business hours. <laughs> Man. What happened? Where have we been? Where have we been? What happened? We missed an episode. No, we didn't. No, this is Wednesday. <laughs> this is three days ago. Most definitely. We would never skip a published day. We never ever do that. And as you will see, when we upload it, the date will be correct. That's right. As per the Wednesday upload. I'm not backdating so it. So we're not... I'm actually traveling back in time. We're not sure what happened at the listener's end. Maybe yeah. might have been a delay. Maybe just refresh your phone and <laughs> uh, the date will show up correctly. Yeah. Just delete your app and reinstall it. We definitely published on Wednesday. Yeah. But we're back now anyway. Yeah. Where have we been? We've been... We haven't recorded in almost three weeks. You were on holidays. I did. I took a, a holiday. I almost died. Outside of your normal uh, comfort environment. Yeah. Went on a boat. You definitely, you don't have your boat legs. No. Vomited for like eight hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> I told my girlfriend, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do boats. And she was like, you'll be fine. It's yeah. only little. We'll, we'll take the pills. And then, <laughs> nope. Eight hours of staring at my feet. Well, she didn't believe you, and now you've proven it to her. She's got first. I don't think experience. I ever have to go on a boat again. <laughs> She'll never question anything you yeah. ever say now. Secretly, I wasn't even that sick. I was just like <laughs> trying to prove my point. <laughs> I need to make sure that in the future, if I ever say anything, I will never be questioned. That's so true. But uh, ever since then, my body's just been like destroyed. Yeah. So you, I've been like the road to recovery was long and hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. But we're back now. I'm alive. Frank's been actually working this whole time. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of work. Well, it's not really work because you're like talking to people. So no commits. I haven't seen any commits from you, There's Frank. No so coding commits, which has <laughs> been pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, my, my coding has been lackluster of late. I can feel the sadness in your voice. I don't even need to see your face. You know, so much time coding, learning the, the ropes, learning how to use all these beautiful tools. All gone. Now you're on oh. Salesforce. <laughs> That's what you get, Frank. <laughs> You're the one who said you wanted to make a business, so you have to pay the price. Yeah, now I have to just... Well, I get to, I get to show all our hard work off to people, which That's is right. pretty fun. Well, you built the initial thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, we threw that one in the bin. Had to start again. <laughs> I mean, we rebuilt the whole thing from scratch, but other than that... <laughs> well, the front end lives on. Yeah. The front end still lives on strong. Yeah, we, we rebuilt in the bones of the front end because that was JavaScript, and then we... Yeah, I convinced everyone to get onto the TypeScript hype train. Actually, that was the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. I love TypeScript. The best thing. But we've been so busy. Well, you've been away and I've been doing sales. So we've been, and like things are getting busy around here. So we had to. It's very crazy. We had to look at our options. How do we, how do we speed up our development? How, how do we do that, Frank? Well, there's only so many of us, right? Three of us. That's right. I'm already working seven days. Yep. I do contracting on the weekends now as well, so, so I'm out of time. You're out of time. You're you're in you're in the negative. Frank is full time sales, seven days a week. <laughs> yep. Joseph's always grinding as well. Joseph's he's always pumping. He's out always the code. yes, grinding and pumping. Joseph. Those are the two <laughs> words I'd use to describe him. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So you know you have to look at what other options are out there. Do you hire someone? You know, there's these. Can we clone ourselves? 
No, that option's not on the tape. Oh, well, yeah, we could. Neuralink? We could go to, maybe you get could. A get a chip installed in my head. I reckon if you go somewhere in China, they'll be able to clone you for the right money. Yeah, but the, well, you know how the clones work. It's not like it's actually me. I'd probably be, like, the clone me would be shit at coding. Yeah, that's right. Just like the real me. <laughs> <laughs> that and, gets, gets us nowhere. And dismissive of authority. He'd tell you to get fucked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh just like daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a no-go. All right, so that option's off the table. No cloning. We can get the Neuralink. We can increase our... Oh, that's not publicly available, is it? No, we have to wait a bit longer for that. So There's no options. Well... So what I done was, I was playing with this option for a while, and I shared it with you, and I shared it with Joseph of hiring a, an offshore developer just to do the odd job here and there. Yeah, and you said it might be a just good some front end stuff. Front end stuff. Nothing that actually. Wait, no, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> front end really matters. It's very important, actually. And we've used up all your front end tokens. You don't write front end code anymore. Well, just for the week. Yeah, for the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a certain threshold. Once you achieve that threshold of front end, there can be no more front end. That's the only way I can burn out is just doing front end code. There's like a a red bar above my head and you can see it filling up with every front end ticket I touch. Yeah, so we have to minimize those. So so when I said, let's let's get an offshore developer to help with front end, you were like, sure, let's try it. Yeah. (laughs) Joseph wasn't too keen on the idea. Joseph's like, oh, maybe not, you know, might not work well for the team. Offshore, onshore, I'm not. I'm not fast. Any shore is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can AI help is us. fine. I don't mind. Yep. But, uh, well, I thought I would test it out on the weekend. So I found someone. Did you? On Upwork. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How'd that go? Because we had, um, well, actually, to give a bit of background, there was a selector. Uh, James built this feature a few weeks back and it required a select box. And the design wasn't ready. So James put the HTML5 select box in. And it's doing the job beautifully, let me tell you. It's, it's working very well. It just doesn't look like the designs. No. That's very important to look like the designs. It's the designer is quite upset, actually. It's super functional, but yeah. it works really well. Yeah. But actually, it, why would you ever change it? And I just realized. Yeah. It's a bit sad, isn't it? You know? yeah. You've got these stock elements and then they're not good enough. You, know? you have oh. to upgrade them. It's never good enough. But uh, so I thought, well, this might be a good little ticket for the, to test out and see if getting someone to work externally to our team would actually be viable, valuable, you know. There's obviously going to be some cost. And what's the quality of code going to be like? Yeah, I mean, it's offshore, so what could go wrong? Nothing. Definitely <laughs> high-quality code coming out of other shores. <laughs> I trust other shores more than I trust this shore. Yeah, so I hired, uh, I hired this guy. Gave him a select box. I gave him some pretty... We gave him the, the design for the select. Gave him the design. It's not a select box, though. It's like a, it's like a picker. Yeah, it is, yeah. Is it a picker? I think so. Well, it's not just a select box. It's meant to be uh, like, you know, there'll be buttons on it eventually. And stuff. Yeah, that's right. So the idea is you start, like we'll start off with this small component. We'll build it out, see how we go. But um, so I gave him the requirements, gave him the designs. You, did you do a test for him? I did. Yeah. So you did a tech test. But this was ages ago. Yeah. Maybe a couple of months ago. And the tech test was 
actually quite good. His result was good. Yeah, he did well. He did. Oh, see, I, I got a few people. offshore developers. I got a few people to do the same test. Some of them weren't very good, but this guy was very good. Makes In fact, actually probably suspiciously good. Why <laughs> <laughs> was he only charging me five dollars? <laughs> it was suspiciously good. Um, suspiciously smells like Stack Overflow. <laughs> <laughs> he done a really good job for that for that first test. Great copy paste job. So then uh, with this, uh, like the actual first, because that was uh, the thing that he built for me was we didn't actually use it in the app. This is the actual first thing he's actually built for us, which we're going to use in the app. So, uh, yeah, I gave him the specs. I gave him the designs, told him how I wanted it set up, told him he had to use Chakra. Yeah. You know, we use Chakra for It's a front-end framework. Front-end framework. Does some styles. Does the styles. Uh, Very accessible. I told him, just set it up in Create Reactor. Yeah, I thought that'd be easy. Yeah, I didn't want to give him full access to everything just yet. Yeah. It's just a trial. Yeah, I don't want to give him access to our repo just no, yet. No, definitely not. Never even. Probably never. Exactly. At this point. Uh, yeah, maybe later. Mm. And then, um, what else did I specify? Oh, TypeScript. I said we have to use TypeScript. Yeah. And um, that was about it. It was pretty loose. And I, it's I a very simple component though. So the design simple. is essentially like you click the thing and it pops open beneath the header. So that was that was the only like real interesting part was that the the picker was meant to be just below where the nav bar is. That's right. So um, what did he send back to you? Well, I actually sent you the link. You can have a bit of a look at it. Oh, right. It had to be there was a mobile design and a desktop design as well. Yeah. Um I didn't specify any colors or typography or anything. But he did have that on the designs. Uh, but I asked him before he started, you know, is there any questions? Anything you need to know? He said, no, he's pretty comfortable with it all. I wasn't going to be too concerned if the colors and, and the typography was off a little bit. You know? yeah. We can change that when we put it in. Well, Chakra's got a theme anyway, so that would all just flow straight just in. Just happens. Just happens. Um, but interesting results. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at it now. Like the first, so you went through a few iterations with this guy, right? I did, yeah. So the wonders of Upwork. Yeah. So he's taken select and he's sent us a vanilla select with a vanilla option inside of it. <laughs> uh, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a CSS file separately, which... Not very chakra. No, definitely not. very not. idiomatic. Right. And then also his CSS variables are like uh, weird to say the least. Not an idiom I've seen. There's no BIM here. It's just definitely underscores. No yeah. Which makes me question, is it the same guy who I gave the test to? Like, Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. No. And in these commits, in this repository, there's two different people yes. doing these commits before they were sent to you. Yes. Which... Uh, you know, makes me think maybe he just paid someone and the quality of whatever you get back depends on which person he's paying at that time. I reckon that's what's happened. Yeah. Because this guy on Upwork has earned in excess of $60,000. Smart guy. So he's probably just farming out these tickets to... He's just a product manager. He's a product manager. On Upwork, essentially. Yep. Yeah. And the, um, the repo that got started was fresh as well. No commits in the repo. Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry. On his GitHub user profile. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's a fresh GitHub it's account. It's a fre- fresh GitHub account. That's even more. 
Is it new, the account? I don't know if it's new, but there's no commits there at all. Wow. Yeah, so that was a funny one. But um, so he's like, yeah, I can, he's like. He's put your code into a public repo as well. Yeah, I told him to do that. Oh, okay. All right. well, it's like, I was judging, but. No, there's not much there. It's proprietary. That's JJF technology <laughs> property. He's just published on the internet. Um, yeah, so he's met, he, his questions to me was like, okay, so I just need to create the header with a drop-down menu per the design. Is that right? Like, yep. Yes, please. He's like, yep, it'll take me max 1.5 hours. Okay. So then he sends me back the repo and it's just the vanilla HTML5 <laughs> select box. Select box. I'm like, design uh, ignored. Design ignored. I'm like, so then I, I screenshot it. I sent it back to him. I was like, Hey, thanks for the work, but this does not match the design. Yeah. You didn't just screenshot <laughs> I did. side by side. I did. I sent them side by side. And I'm like, this project requires attention to detail. Can you please update? And he's like, oh, it's about the is the issue the color or the font? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's totally wrong. Front, the font's wrong. Line spacing is incorrect. And also it's just the HTML5 just vanilla. The HTML5. Like he's like, oh. So at some point he thought that we just didn't know how to write the select and option <laughs> tags, uh, which is very interesting. I don't know why we would be paying him to write select and option tags. And the other funny thing was, I'm like, please make it a reusable component. But he hard-coded the options into the Oh, yeah, I box. saw that. They're not even, yeah. <laughs> They're not even props. That Did he hard-code the, the options that were in the... Uh, in the design. Oh, <laughs> cool. Like, like um, they came... Just like fake company names that got made up. Yeah. So yeah, they're out. They're out like drop downs. Um. But then he's like, "Oh, do you need a full custom select component?" He's like, "Yeah, I just used the simple select component that's in Chakra." I'm like, no, you need to make one. And he's like, oh, "Okay, I'll create a custom one." It's just that you mentioned Chakra UI, so that's why I used it. Mm. Like, oh, well, just for styling. It's like, okay, no worries. And then he sends it back again after an hour and a half. <laughs> Another yeah. hour later. Very interesting. I wonder what, how long it takes him to ask the next guy to come in and build the component. <laughs> I wonder if they're all in one room together. Are they different people? I don't know. Yeah. He probably makes new accounts. He's probably made more than 60 grand. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's got quite a high rating on Upwork. This is what, what made me think he must be like good. He's obviously just good at funneling out the work to other people. Yeah. So then um, maybe he like funnels it out. Maybe easy stuff he gives it to the... Maybe he's got like a full team. Yeah. Oh, it's just a select. Yeah, give that to the junior. Yeah. And the junior like... Makes perfect sense. <laughs> it's a company hiding behind a person. <laughs> it's like underneath his uh, kilt. <laughs> it's just got like five other people under there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I gave him some more feedback. He's like, okay, let me go and fix it. So then, uh, then he comes back, next up version of the update, and he's added styled components. He's added a few dependencies. He's added a few dependencies. So not just Chakra. Not just Chakra, yeah. So we're using the CSS framework, but then outside of that, we're also using CSS framework. In, in JS yeah. to style our Two CSS. different, entirely different CSS frameworks. Yeah, that's great. And then the funny thing was, well, he could have used Emotion, which is already built in to Chakra. Yeah, and it already has... Uh, Props for yeah. styles and everything. Yeah. And yeah. But I mean, 
you can never have enough CSS in your app, can That's you? That's right. <laughs> Our app is only at 1.2 megs. We need to get higher. Load it up. Load it up. Put some more JavaScript in there. Yeah, so um, then I asked him, can you please remove that? Because Chakra, you can pass the styles as props. Yeah. Yeah, so, that, so he went and done that. Um, Which was bad. That's not what we wanted. Nah. And then, so it's supposed to be in TypeScript. And there's any's everywhere. It's just all any. But that's TypeScript. That's how you're meant to use it. <laughs> I thought it was more of like a performance thing. You use TypeScript to make your code make faster. It faster. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you make it any, then the computer knows to optimize it. Because it right. doesn't have to slow down to be like, oh, is this an integer? Whatever, just put it in. Is this a string? <laughs> no. <laughs> List of characters. No, this is uh, an any. <laughs> Easy. Very oh, yeah. fast for computers nowadays, innies. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think so, he's going to send me some more updates today. Also, he's misspelled props. It's P-R-P-O-S. I've seen that one too. Yeah, propos. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Uh, in code review, I think this might just be like a firing. Like maybe <laughs> I would just walk the person out. <laughs> it's so weird because I'm just looking at it and... Uh, He's literally taken uh, like the typed things. Like he doesn't, the type inference would have taken care of almost all of the, the types in his code. Yeah. And he's explicitly made them all any. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. But he, he told me he's got uh, a lot of experience with TypeScript. He does, clearly. He, he just got more experience with TypeScript. <laughs> he's just never actually seen anyone else do TypeScript. He learned on his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know. Just put any. He did, he, you know what he did? He did the Udemy course. He did. And then uh, he's now a TypeScript developer. <laughs> yeah. It has .ts at the end of the file. So I'm not sure what you're complaining about, Frank. It well, I got what I asked tight. for. Yeah. But I, I gave a, the requirements were pretty loose because I wanted to see what would come back. Yeah. If I'm too prescriptive on the requirements, I'm not going to understand what kind of developer this person is. So true. Let them make their best judgment. And then I can be like, oh, well, I don't know if this is going to work or not. I don't think it is. He even, uh, you know, he made a bad select component as well because he's uh, not rendering an option if it's selected. So you can't even see what you selected in that one. And you can't. I don't know if that makes sense. And um, the other thing that's no good with it, if you, you have to select an option. So, you know, normally if you click away from an option, it closes the drop down. Yeah. It doesn't do that. No. Stays open all the time. That's a very good select. <laughs> it's like forcing you to select something. You have to select. Anyway, this is why we're moving all of our development overseas. <laughs> well, we should just hire this we're gonna guy. We're going to follow IBM's lead and uh, just push everything out. It's much cheaper though. They're much cheaper than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. We can't afford you. No. However, <laughs> people don't really care if their selects don't close though. They know to click the button. They're very they, intelligent they people. Users are very smart. That's a universal law of application <laughs> development. They're also like very understanding, you know. They like thinking about how to use it the best way. They, yeah. I, users have empathy for developers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, the problem is I'm like, I'm pot committed. Pot committed? Yeah, like. What does that mean? Is that a drug thing? What do you? <laughs> no, like, it's like a poker thing. Pot, 
Oh, okay. It's like when you put all your money in the pot. Oh, yes. And you want to, you know. And you want to shake the pot up. You want to like go. get to the end to see what happens. So you put a little bit more money just to see. Ah, uh, yes. So I'm like the same thing. I've already put some money into this guy. So you've, you've like committed a, the pot. I've, I'm already committed. So now I have to give him a little bit more money to see like well, how he finishes it. Well, hopefully he doesn't listen to this uh, podcast on Wednesday when we release this. But maybe I'll send him a link or so he, he might, can listen to yeah. it. <laughs> maybe he'll lift his game up a little we, bit. We've got a critique of your work. <laughs> but um, look, his work wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't the worst. I mean, he still like got it to run probably. Yeah. But uh, it didn't match the, the test for sure. No. Yeah. But uh, what can you expect, Frank? Yeah, that's right. Quality. Disgusting. The thing that gets me is the quality changed a lot since the first time to now. They're all different. Each of the rev- revisions. So because you mentioned like, oh, you're meant to use the actual framework and not install a dependency, he yeah. rewrote it. And each of them are like totally, like there's like a thumbprint of the way people code. Yeah. The thumbprints are all different. <laughs> <laughs> like each of them are definitely fucking different people. It went to the junior. Yeah. And then, and it then got he was escalated. like, oh, this guy's being picky. Can <laughs> Move it up one <laughs> notch. Yeah. Let Sean have this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, we have to actually do this one properly. Okay, push it up one. Yep. But then maybe, you know, get the simple stuff going. They might push it back down to the junior person. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, as long as we get our select box in the right format, I'll be Which happy. we didn't get. <laughs> At the end of the day, he did the same thing I did in three minutes. So. And then I was thinking like the amount of back and forth for me to actually organize this, I, I could have just done it. Yeah. You should have just done it. I should have just done it. <laughs> You're just trying to be a manager <laughs> instead of a develop, developer. Yeah, well, this is why I wanted to learn the skills how to develop so you can just hop in and do it yourself. Yeah. Now here I am trying to get someone else to do it. What a mistake. <laughs> You're wasting your, what, diploma of IT? Diploma of IT, that's, that's right. right. And your computer science degree. My partial computer You're science You're too degree. overqualified to be <laughs> <I'm> too <laughs> telling that's people, a problem now. can you implement a select box? Yeah, that's a problem now. I've gone too far the other way. Yep. But we'll keep working with him. Who knows? It might work out for all the better. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, he's doing great. I'm really proud of you. Uh, Charles? Charles, yeah. yeah that, Charles, that's we'll call good. him Charles. Yeah. Next time we bring him up, we'll call him Charles. Well, that's we really should get good. him on the podcast. Yeah, why not? He can explain himself. Actually, I interviewed another guy. Uh, he loved explaining his code to me. We had a good chat. Really? Yeah. That's always fun. He was walking me through. He had this Redux app showing me all the stuff. It was pretty good. Mm. Was it TypeScript? No. Oh, that's not good. Nah. Don't like that. Need TypeScript developers. Mm. Can't be putting those any's everywhere. No. So yeah, that was fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. A new experience? Yeah. Joseph was probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah joseph said at the beginning he did say don't worry about it don't worry about uh, but i had to test it just to see for yeah. myself anyway yeah. we saw <laughs> let's move on so what have you been doing you, yeah, put mix panel, you put mix panel in oh yeah we moved um analytics providers i've been a google analytics boy my whole life i've just implemented ga because it's like the thing that gets product off your back they're like, oh, we need some analytics on the product. And you're like, all right, well, I'll just put this one snippet in, yep. register it with the router in React or whatever. Mm. And then uh, my job's done. I don't have to think about it anymore. 
It's quite, uh, GA just seems to go into every single app, doesn't it? You might as well. Mm. Google wants that data. Yeah. Yeah. Does Google actually get it? They do, do, yeah. Did they get anything out of that? I actually read an article the other day that uh, Google is using your analytics, like it can tell how long it takes your page to load or something like that on a user's page because uh, people are like hard coding when it's the Google web crawler, they serve a faster version, like a lighter version. Oh, right. Um, But they actually use the Google analytics that you've installed to tell like what the actual page load speed is afterwards. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's smart. So I didn't even know people could do that. Mm. Test if the crawler is trying to get the... Yeah, they have a user agent and everything. Because ah. uh, you'd need to, for example, the, the crawler doesn't have JavaScript, I don't think. Or at least it didn't. It's yep. been a long time since I've thought about crawlers. Mm. I haven't made a blog in a while. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, they couldn't process JavaScript or anything. So yep. React app would just be nothing. Yeah, It'd say, please enable JavaScript. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so you put the, you put the GA in there. Which was right at the beginning, and that was like the, that's the instant thing. If you make an app, you put Google Analytics in it. But are it, you allowed to put anything else in? No, exactly. You have to. It's a prerequisite. That's right. Anything else is bad. <laughs> that's what I've learned. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, I have a bit of. Uh, so I've worked in like secure industries. So people are always very fussy about their data, and anything that you want to use has to like go through an entire vetting process. Where I've worked. Oh yeah. So I'm used to just using old tools uh and not worrying about the process so i just had the what would you call it the uh the ingrained like thing like thought oh i'll just use this because i don't have to think about analyzing it and then i actually like going through it and we were talking about what you actually need to tell whether or not a customer uh, is using the product Mm. just takes me back to every other time that i've spoken to someone in product about the analytics that they get oh yeah and it always ends up being that I have to implement some sort of event-driven thing yep. on top of Google Analytics. Mm. And the actual value that they get from Google Analytics is n- almost none, mm. like minimal. So uh, I found, uh, I watched a whole bunch of uh, videos about startups uh, like using analytics and stuff. And uh, some Y Combinator talk, someone was talking about Mixpanel. Mm. Sounded really good. Specifically, uh, they group it by a user profile, mm. which... Uh, helps with us understand understanding whether or not people are actually using the product and whether or not they're getting value out of it, whether or not they're staying on the platform. Which Google Analytics, doing those simple things, is not easy. Quite difficult. It's quite an old tool. Yeah, I hopped in. You sent me the link to the Google Analytics, like our panel, and um, I couldn't really get much out of what was there. You could essentially get page views, who's on right now, yeah. like just those things. And then, yeah, GA is like... Even the event stuff, once you start getting events in there, it's still like events are like a second class citizen in uh, GA. Mm. Like analyzing based on that stuff is very difficult. Making funnels is very difficult. And in fact, just when I started this project, they were coming out with the new Google Analytics called like Google App Analytics or something. Oh, yeah. It's a new version. We didn't use that because I don't like uh, new technology. Mm. And uh, the old one is 500ing all the time. <laughs> Like oh, really? I'll load a report and I'll set a filter and then I'll just say, oh, five, 500, uh, server was not able to complete your request. And Google Analytics is an old app. So when it 500s, it's just like white screens. Oh, God. So there's like a white screen with a red box that says reload and it takes me to the start. Yeah. Well, Google. <clears throat> it's an interesting tool. But uh, Mixpanel has been great. Mm. So it's event-driven by default. 
Are we getting sponsored by Mixpanel? No, we should be, but... Oh, wow, that's so sad. <laughs> All right, well, they can pay us afterwards, I guess. We'll, we'll have to add them. Yeah. Like, at them. But uh, I think if you're, you know, if you're building a product, starting it up, I think starting with Mixpanel is a great idea. Mm. Uh, having the actual user profile being a key part of it helps sales and marketing quite a bit, I think. Um, yeah, I want to know who... Of the people that you've the spoken pe- that's to. That's right. Exactly. So we're B2B, so we're not, we're not an e-commerce platform. That's right. So we actually want to know, like, are the people that we're selling to finding value in the product? That's right. How much time are they spending on? How many times have they logged on? What, what are their actual interactions? What are their interactions? Yeah. And page views don't really tell you what the interactions are. They could just be logging in and looking at it and doing nothing. You actually yeah. want to know, is this person interacting? Are they getting value? Are they pulling data, putting data? Mm. You know, that sort of stuff. Yep. That's much more useful than page views. But uh, yeah, and they've got a whole bunch of really simple tools. Like the, the retention tool is so easy. I remember I made, um, so I used to be like a shitty data engineer and I have, had to do the reporting and everything. Mm. And like getting, pulling that data out of analytics and presenting it in a decent way is an absolute nightmare. And getting something that's consistent is an absolute nightmare. Oh, yeah. yeah. Google Analytics does a whole bunch of stuff where they like, uh, they'll rate limit you at like, a certain amount, like they'll start uh, slowing down the amount of or number of uh, events that you can collect, that sort of thing. Oh. And it won't be very transparent about when that's happened. There's just like a, a notice. Like, Why do they do that? Because uh, it's a free service. Oh, right. Okay. So they, they, they limit you at that point. But they still want to suck up all your data. So Yeah, if it's it free, free, yeah. Okay. Well, then that makes sense. They're definitely utilizing your data, aren't they? Yeah. They're getting if they're allowing you to put it in for free. Nothing's for free. No, but uh, finance and healthcare both fine with Google Analytics for some reason. I don't know why. They're, it's old, I guess, so no one's scared of it. But yeah, yeah. But then uh, the other thing that came up was, well, I asked you about was Hotjar. You don't really like Hotjar. It's a bit too invasive. Yeah, I don't really want to do screen recording. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing about Mixpanel is that it does no automatic collection. The big, okay, so this is a big thing. Uh, you do not need to collect everything up front. Like that's, I think, a mistake. Like if you start thinking I need to collect every event for everything in my platform, you're going to get overwhelmed by yep. the time you get to the end of it. And also you're going to be doing like so much chatter on your user's application. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out what are the key things that the application does uh, that... Uh, so, for example, for us, it would be assigning workflows to a user, mm-hmm. completing a workflow, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We want to know those key events. We don't want to know every single click and interaction. Mm-hmm. Hotjar is like more of a, a UI like design and like understanding where people fall off by where their cursor goes. Yep. But that collects everything, and it's not useful at, at an aggregate because it's so there's so much data. GA you, does the same thing. Like GA, you start and you collect, try to collect everything all at once and then you just get lost in a sea of events. Does Hotjar uh, give you uh, like reports on all the events or is it purely just the screen recording stuff? Uh, I've only used it for screen recording. I yeah. d- I'm sure they, like, they've been around for a long time so I'm pretty, I, I would assume they would have more capabilities. They've got all that heat map stuff. Yeah, yeah. but they, they actually do like, using a, a, wet, a tracking pixel, like record the screen. So you can essentially, it's very scary in a way when you, when you see it. So they can actually see what you typed into form fields and everything. And uh, Some of it's obfuscated, but yeah. Some of, you can obfuscate it, but uh, I don't really like the idea of it. Mm. It feels uh, negative to me. Yeah. 
Whereas this mix panel, uh, there's no tracking by default. By default, it respects do not track as well in the browser, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and yeah, there's, I, I don't see much of a risk because the data that we're sending to it, we've specifically pointed out and said, yeah, that's send right. this data. Yep. Whereas Hotjar is a send everything. And there's another tool, it's called Heap that I was looking at, which is another like send all of the data all the time. Is that a screen service. recording one as well or is that? I don't know if it does screen recording, but their, their sales pitch is that they, they collect everything from the beginning. So you connect it and then they collect all of the clicks and events on every element. And then afterwards you can come in and assign values to those. A smarter approach to product is there. Is there what? Huh? Is there big like? Hey, oh, they're saying. Oh, right. Big Sorry. saying. Yeah. I thought you there. were talking like Yoda. <laughs> a smarter to pro- approach to product is there. That <laughs> <laughs> you're doing keep, a Star Wars quote. I'll keep that in mind for next time, maybe. Yeah. It's funny. You need to like change your mindset to think like a product manager. We need to get Ash back on. Yeah. Talk about analytics. Talk about analytics. No, I think we're 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 golden. We're golden crispy. I just come. Up, I just uh, think about. What do I want to know from the user? Yeah. But I know there's a whole a whole host of you know approaches you can take with all this product stuff. Mm. But I get pretty. I just want to know like, are you using it and is it is it working for you? Yeah. And, and I think you get that from what we've implemented quite yeah. quite well. And if they keep coming back, that's probably the best indicator, isn't it? The retention dashboard is so easy to set up, unlike Google. So it, you literally click to like an event and another, like, so you can say users who did X event. So it's like assigned flow to user and then came, came back a number of days later and assigned another workflow to oh, a okay, user. Sure. So if they're coming back every week and assigning workflow to a user, that's pretty good retention. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, we've got to get them back. Yeah. Supports funnels and everything. It's, it's a great tool. What's the funnels do? Funnels are like, uh, what's it called? It's a sand something chart. It's like a drop-off chart. It's a uh-huh. specific type of representing data, but yep. um, they're like when you perform one event and then you, you set up like what your funnel is. For example, if you're e-commerce, it's like viewed an item, then after viewed an item, hit add to, add to cart for that item, and oh, then yep. after that went to checkout. And gotcha. then you can see what percentage of people are dropping off, and ah. then you could tweak which product to see what percent of people add item to cart for yep. a, specific, a specific product and then drop off before checking out. Mm. That sort of stuff. And then using that data, you might be able to use another tool like Hotjar to see what what is it here that's actually dropping people off if you can't get it from the data or make an into like a, just a guess. Yeah. It's funny now, uh, the next like stage of our business is, is not so much around um, like software development. There's a whole host of other aspects to running the company. Yeah whether it's like sales or product or Disgusting. security. Or yeah. We, we got into this thinking we'd just be able to write code. And That's then, all I wanted to do. And then like throw it at the users. I just wanted to write my own code, not have to write the product manager's That's code. Here, yeah. <laughs> now, now I've become the product now you're manager. The product manager. <laughs> Frank's literally like the person who I didn't want to be. And, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Applying for grants and cold calling. That's uh, all part of the journey, but. Yeah, you're the business glue. <laughs> yeah, All-purpose trying, business trying glue. Trying to be, yeah. Frank is a service. Yeah, if we're trying to reduce how much of that. Uh, well, we're trying to be efficient in everything we do, aren't we? Yeah. The more efficient we can be, uh, 
I think it's going to be successful for our business model because a lot of our competitors have large sales teams, marketing teams. Yeah. Um, you know, we just you want to be the personalized little guys. We just want to be. We the just want to be your friend. I'd rather have not like in a creepy uncle way. More of like <laughs> in a, you know, like uh, Jerry from the water cooler. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what we want to be. Well, if we can keep the team small, and we've just got software developers, and and maybe a sales guy. One sales like, guy, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. One sales guy or girl, whoever it might be, lady, man, yeah, anything. Minimal and barrier between product and uh, customer. Yeah. Yeah. And the product should be able to stand on its own. I feel like it should be sufficient enough so that people can hop in and do what they need to do and not get stuck. The only questions should be about, you know, is there a new feature or is there a way I can do something? But yeah. What it does do, it should do it very easily. Maybe we could just have a Discord. I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Discord or Slack or something. I think that would be a better way to get I think that would be good. Feedback. And then like when a whole bunch of people are like, oh, this bug is affecting me, they can gang up on you and like yeah. downvote you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you can ban them that. all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just turn Slack off. Fuck you, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea because um, like, don't you think it would be a, a good thing if Instead How more direct can you get than I, a Slack I know. channel? Like you add everyone, we have our own Slack channel, everyone joins. I suppose the downside is that then like iterating in public means that you're iterating in public. Yeah. So, I mean, if you do break something, then everyone gets the effect of you having broken something. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. But it does, yeah, I, there's pros and cons. It's worth trying. It'd be very transparent. I think people like transparency. People love it. I love it. You know what one of my favorite games is? Subnautica. I know I asked a question and answered it before you tried to guess. What's one of your favorite games? <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me, James. What is it? Their developer, like their development board is open. So their yeah. Trello board, everything that they work on ah. is open to the public. And it's not like a... I love that idea. It's not like a fake Trello board. It's like actually what they're working on. I think that's amazing. A lot of companies see this idea and what they do is, and I'm not going to say like I know anywhere that does this, but they open up a fake Trello board that's like a roadmap sort of thing. Oh. And then like the, the like product officer or whatever manage yep. the, manages that. Yep. But like Subnautica actually had like the developers are working on these features mm. and you can see like this is where we're spending your money. Mm. Like you backed the game on Kickstarter, you bought it on Steam, we're going to show you exactly what everyone's working I on. I love that. And if people are like, you shouldn't be working on this, we need this thing right now. Yep. Like Subnautica was very responsive to those sort of things because... Mm. It was right there. And I think people, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic game now for sure. Yeah. It's been crafted by its players in hand with its developers. Well, when you, when you have these open lines of communication, you learn a lot more a lot faster. Yeah. As long as you don't have shitty software. If you have shitty software, you probably learn like, oh, I'm a bad person and <laughs> I should hate myself. <laughs> We've got good software, but. That's right. We have the hardcore software. So all we need to do is just uh, let people know what tickets we're working on. Yeah. Because I've told, um, you know, people ask me as we go, so certainly about the integrations that are coming and what new features are coming. And we've got a lot in the pipeline. Yeah. And then I, I realised last week, you know, some of these things that I've been promising people might be two weeks away and others might be two months away. So probably need to communicate that a bit better so everyone knows yeah. when I say something's coming, how long it's going to take before it yeah. gets to them. So, yeah. We want to have that good relationship with our users. Well, Subnautica uses uh, Trello. Mm. Just uh, pop Trello in. But if you do that, you have to make the tickets a little bit 
I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to manage, <laughs> to manage it a lot better. Tickets, yeah, our yeah. tickets are a bit rough. You have to sometimes. make them pretty. Yeah, and you'll have to remove your uh, no thank you label. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> My but favorite yeah. label on any Giro or Trello board is no thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we have James this feature. It's in the sprint. Tag that as no thank you. <laughs> drag it to done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. No explanation. Yeah, well, just doesn't no need th- to be communicated. No, thank you. I said no, thank you. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Didn't your mother tell you what stop means? Yep, that's right. Yeah, so the more we can communicate those kind of things without, but yeah, it comes back to um, all the other tools we're learning about. Learning about the product tools. I've been trying to learn about CRM tools. You know, the, you always hear about the sales force. People love We're going to know so force. much about business. We're going to be able to start our own business soon. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the next one, right? Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, well, I said that at the beginning of this project. I was like, you know, I've always I've been a part of a couple startups and, yeah. uh, you know, the thing that was always missing was the business stuff. So that's oh. what I'm interested in being exposed to. I think we're going pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Well, we work out... Uh, what our users want, then we build what, they, what the users want, then we make sure that the users are happy and then we just repeat the cycle. That's right. And try and make some money at the same time. Yeah, the money's all right. Well, the thing about making money is... You need but have to you ever written a test that passed the first time? That's, that's pure bliss. <laughs> that's money right there. It's better than money. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you need the money to, to survive, no, whether you no. like it or not. Like, That's true. What's the state of welfare in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> you could go apply for like Centrelink. What's, uh, what, what are you applying for? Um, I'm, I'm a software bo- developer. Small business owner. <laughs> I'm a B2B SaaS Go to the head of product. the line, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, just go collect your, your social payment over there. Thank you. Yeah. The government needs to support struggling artists like myself. Actually, maybe you could uh, interpret your, your work as art. It is art. That's it. It's the art of code. Yeah. T-A-O-C. So maybe like um, you just show your, submit your pull requests to the government and show people the beautiful code that you've written. To the government? You think they do good code reviews, the government? Yeah. Yeah, Probably. Probably takes probably like two, three weeks to get a response to the code review back. Three to five weeks. Three to five weeks. You come back, change In all business stuff. days. <laughs> yeah. In so business. actually like eight weeks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But the sales stuff is, uh, well, the sales stuff at the moment is like just on a spreadsheet. Yeah. Which is fine for now. But if you have more than one salesperson, you probably need a better system. A CRM even. CRM. Yeah, you're going to buy Salesforce. Oh, we're looking at it. I don't know if that's the right tool. If you're in a small business and you're listening to this after Wednesday when we post this, <laughs> then uh, you know, let us know what your favorite CRM is for people who don't know what a CRM is. <laughs> Microsoft Dynamics. Yeah, Microsoft Dynamics. HubSpot is another one. That's another big one. The Google Sheets, I hear. Google Sheets. You were thinking of moving to that? Way better than Excel. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Excel. Cloud-centric. Yeah, I like the Google, the Google way of doing it. Yeah. Seems to work better. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. I can never figure out what's happening. I feel like Excel used to be way better and so did Google Sheets. I think Excel is better when you're on a Windows machine. 
I, no, but I was on a Windows machine. And uh, you remember when they made the update to have all of the menu items be like big blocks on yep. Microsoft Office? Yep. Worst update ever. Oh, ever yeah. since then, I used to know exactly where everything was. Yeah, it was so intuitive, yep. just like the drop-down menus. Yep. And now it's like, all right, which massive colorful block do I have to click? And like <laughs> on the right side, the blocks don't fit on one tab. Yep. So you have to click to the right to like, oh, it's this colorful block. Bam, got yep. it. Yeah, horrible. And the colorful blocks don't do, I think, in my opinion, what the color, like the colorful icons say that they do. Yeah, right. Like what? What's the icon for a pivot table? It doesn't really. I don't know. I think it's a circle thing. with a. It's like a pie chart kind of thing. It's isn't like it? a set, set theory. Yeah, set theory. Uh, yeah. Graph. Yeah. Venn diagram. That's yeah, yeah. That's it. That's why we got into coding, so we don't have to deal with Excel anymore. That's right. We don't have to do any math. But speaking of uh, like Google Sheets and and Google Docs Speak and stuff, yeah, they've changed their um, like the application now. What application? So now Google Sheets, Google Docs, renders on HTML Canvas. As of when? Last week or something. The whole thing, mm. even the drop downs and everything. I think so. Oh well, that would explain why none of my plugins work. That's what they said. Mm. It was like a. It was like a. Th- thing that went out to developers to say okay everyone who has built a chrome extension it's gonna break <laughs> yeah sorry about that all of your paid chrome extensions that you built your company is now uh, bankrupt and then i was thinking like imagine like when you get tied to you build a, a, a chrome extension which works for google sheets or whatever and then they change everyone the loves it API. it's five dollars yeah. yeah yeah and then they just destroy all this software with one change Software is built to be destroyed. Oh, yeah, I've heard you say that before. I hate software. Yeah. Well, not destroyed. Deleted. When, yeah. Code is meant to be I deleted. I meant that more like in terms of maintainability, like yeah. you write stuff that's easy to delete, not <laughs> stuff that's like easy for vendors to fuck you over. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Businesses were made to be broken. Businesses more were made to is. be broken? Yeah. That's a quote here. I just came up with it. Okay. It's a joke. It's not actually true. Sorry. I was just <laughs> trying to carry on the thought <laughs> that's more what that is yeah so why canvas is it faster are they using uh oh, what's it called wasm are they using some maybe there's a bit of wasm in there bit of wasm some rust mm. what would they be using what does google like go yeah well, they does go have go. a wasm uh compiler i'm sure it does maybe who knows Compen- yeah. compile anything to wasm that's true even typescript yep yeah typescript def- most definitely Not all typescript it's like a subset of TypeScript. C++. C++. Plus what? I don't know. Well, Figma's built on Wasm, isn't it? Is C++ like C plus one? Because that's the unary um, increment operator. Is that what he was talking about? Or do you think that was like... Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is it like C plus, but one plus wasn't enough? So let's add two? No, I don't know. Ah. I assumed oh, it was C the unary. Plus, oh, you see plus plus like you see and now we've plussed another one. Yeah, you know, no, 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 what? No, C plus plus. Yeah. No, you know, I plus plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The unary op- increment. Yeah. In like a for loop. For, yeah, so it's for like C plus one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Is yeah. that what it means? Probably. It's like one more than C. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Because one plus after C would just be, oh, you know, there's no right operand. It's like one layer of extract- abstraction higher. This is a high value conversation <laughs> to be having on the podcast. <laughs> People need to know this. This stuff. is why people call us tech bros. Because <laughs> we don't talk about anything that matters. <laughs> well, I don't know. Everything matters in its own way. Oh, 
You're looking like sad now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to offend. And uh, what was the other thing you done? Zero. You're just crossing something off your paper. I am, yeah, yeah. Uh, zero? Don't want to talk about it anymore. No, that's it. Done. What are we doing with zero? I don't know. What'd you do? Zero partners now. It's just a, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That was good. So we, some, there's a, Australian governments uh, cracked down on a lot of, uh, let's say cracked down on a lot of uh, cybersecurity issues, maybe. Who knows if it's being effective, these uh, these systems that they're putting in, in place, the ABSIA, uh, like app marketplace systems. They're all security standards and everything for applications, fairly opinionated. Government got a whole bunch of people together and told them, make sure all of your like marketplace helpers, if you're integrating with the ATO, you have to comply with this stuff and everyone who integrates with you. So we integrate with zero and we already started, but um, we needed to raise our cap, right? So we have to go through a whole review process. Zero has to say, yeah, your brand looks good. Yeah, your, uh, your logo looks good. Yeah, uh, you comply with these security standards. So we did that. This is too big of a topic. Too big of a topic? Oh, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Did you just cut me off? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? You could have cut it down the middle. <laughs> well, the thing is this. It's such a good topic. We need a full episode. Oh, I see. People are going to want another hear about this one and another one. They're going to want to wait a whole seven days. Anymore, but yeah. I want to hear about it later. <laughs> Frank's looks like he's dying. I think I bored him. Bored him to death. No, I, I, you kicked it off and I'm like... Ah. I was actually going to start jumping in. I'm like, no, no, there's too much. There's too much to cover here. Too much here. content. We need. Uh, we need a separate. We're bailing episode. on the plan. <laughs> pray, pray I do not alter it any further. <laughs> um, we post on Wednesdays. Yep. Join so, our Discord. We totally respond to messages. As long as we're not on a boat somewhere. Yeah, I was dead. dead for like three weeks, so I'm sorry if I didn't respond to your message. But you made it back. Yeah, jump jumping on the Discord. Jason. Jumping, Jason. We haven't heard from you for a while. Yeah. We'll see you in the next episode, but. Ciao. And cut.